Hey y'all, and welcome back to another episode of Relief and Relatability. I am your host, Emery Nicole, and if you're new here, this podcast was created with the intent to inspire you to live your most authentic life through telling my story and sharing moments that have helped me along the way. So thank you for stopping by and tuning in. Well, hello, everyone. Hello to my beautiful community who's on here. It is Tuesday, December 7th, and I pray that since the last time we've spoke, you all have done something to raise your vibrations, to make you smile, make you laugh. Um, I hope you had a great intentional week. And as we commune here on today, I'm excited to get into what we'll be talking about. So first, we're going to start off with our weekly recap how we always do, and then we'll drop in the current events. Um, This past week was pretty chill. I enjoyed her. If I could give a word for this past week, it would be pace. I felt I moved at a very healthy pace this past week, Um, continuing with breaking down smaller tasks. I got a lot of work done without feeling burnt out. And I, as I'm saying this, I think that'll, that's the goal. Um, that's my moral compass, like with working efficiently to still be getting things done and, you know, moving forward, but also not burning myself out, still being able to create that space of solitude and self-care and self-love for myself and, yeah, just that this week was pretty, it was pretty balanced, if I would say, for the most part, if that's even a word um, pertaining to our lifestyles, because sometimes, you know, of operating in many different roles and wearing many different hats, it is very hard to balance all of those things or be centered. Um, so I feel like this past week was was that. Um, and I'm really, I'm really happy about that. I had a lot of moments of gratitude and reflection. A lot of my journaling was more from a place of gratitude and awareness for the love for myself. I've been even acknowledging that lately I've been falling more in love with myself. And I want to do a little bit more research on that um, to feel, to even like wonder if like that's okay. It's not me being fixated on myself, but I'm really loving the woman that I'm becoming and growing to be. And the more time I spend with myself, the more I really, really, really love the hell out of myself. Um, and I'm going to celebrate this moment and how I was feeling um, this past week because, you know, I've been talking about my transition on here and just how some days aren't the best. Um, or some days I'm in my head a lot more than I would like to be, but I would absolutely, um, like to celebrate as we close this year out, just how much growth I've made, um, especially to see that, especially to witness my tree bearing fruit, especially the seeds that I've sown into myself at the top of the year. And I don't want to get too deep into it because I'm definitely going to talk about that in the second segment when we go into introspection. But this week, I really appreciated myself. I handled myself um, with love. Um, 
and I was just, I just had a, a really good week. I had great conversations with my clients. Um, this week was just, she was really given. She did a, she, um, yeah, I'm, I'm proud of myself for this past week. So I went to yoga. Um, and the, I think my last session, I'm trying to think, what is today? Tuesday? I think I did yoga. Was it last night? It was last night. I don't know why I felt like a few days ago. So, I, well, not last night, but later in the evening, I went to yoga. Um, and I would say that was the first time in the past few sessions that I was completely like in my zone and wasn't caught up on just the awareness around me. Like my awareness was more centered into myself and just being connected with myself. And that is the practice of yoga, you know, going inward, checking in with yourself. Um, and just doing those things to ground you. And I, it honestly felt very similar to like my first few classes when I first started at this particular studio. Um, and in the midst of exploring classes, like, you know, you meet people, you kind of, sometimes you go to class, you are still there, but you seeing other moves that people are doing, just have more awareness of the room than within myself. But when I came, when I went to yoga yesterday, I went with the intention to fill my cup up and not be caught up on anything else but myself, just allowing myself to listen to my instructor's voice. And this particular class that I took um, yesterday is with one of my favorite teachers. It's like my top two. And I have like two teachers that are like my top two. And the one whose class I was in yesterday, she might be pushing number one, just because her cadence and how she guides us through yoga. Her voice is so soothing. Um, she's truly gifted at what she does. It's so much love saturated in her voice. And it just allows you to be. Um, and she just supports us in that movement. Like, I love my yoga studio so much. Um, so yesterday was very beautiful. Um, I just was so caught up in myself, like being one with my breath and the movement um just thoughts coming and allowing them to go like the only thing I was focused on was yoga and just my movement and what I was doing and even like we end in shavasana and I was just laying there like just laying there completely zoned out completely unaware of everything else around me now give me I, I still was aware I could hear people moving and getting up but 80% of that focus was just on myself and me doing what I needed. And that was just so beautiful. So shout out to the class that I had yesterday. It really refilled me. I'm going to go again tonight. I've been really making it my business to commit to go to my yoga classes at least three to four times a week, but consistent days back to back. So my body can feel that consistent um, movement. And even on the days that I can't go, I want to be more intentional about doing my yoga at home, whether that's in the morning or the evening. Um, and then since we're on the topic of yoga, we had another workshop on Saturday. And this one was, I'm going to get my journal to look at some of the notes that I had written from this class. This was centered around... Um, the human design. Now, if you're someone who's into like astrology, zodiac, um, numerology, Enneagram test, you know, things like that, just like an 
another way to assess your human experience and your spirituality and what you're doing. Um, basically, there was a course with, uh, I f her name is Brooke. I forget her last name, but we took it and it was basically breaking down the human design. So basically it's the science of differentiation and just how everyone is, has a different design type. And they're like mainly like five design types, but they're basically broken down into four main types and one subtype. I'm sure this might sound like what, if you've never heard of it. Um, but I would ask you to like, if it sounds like it piques your interest, maybe look into, um, Googling it and seeing if you can get some information from it. I haven't Googled it yet. I plan to research it this week because the first time I actually heard about it was the class. And I'm going to give you all like the four design, well, the five design types, including like, um, what is it? Including the subtype. So you have the manifester. So the manifester is someone who makes up like eight to 9% of the population. So these individuals are people who um, are like a seed planter who birthed the ideas. Like, so basically your human design type, um, and it's broken down in the, um, course a lot more. And I'm sure probably if you Google it, you could find the information as well, but basically a manifester is someone who births an idea. The idea comes through you, like God or the universe will, um, plant that, uh, idea in you or the idea could be orchestrated by God or the universe and things like that. Then you have the generator. I'm a generator. So basically a generator is someone who breathes life into the idea. So you have the manifester and then you have the generator. So the generator is someone who basically um, pushes the agenda forward. Like we're the ones to get things going. We can kind of see the execution and how things need to happen so we can kind of get out and get the um, momentum behind it. And then for generation, for the generator, which I am, you have a subtype, which is a manifesting generation, excuse me, a manifesting generator. So basically it's a combination of the manifester and the generator together. So they have both similar qualities, but more generator than manifester. And generators make up 67% of the population. So we're the majority. Um, and then you have your projectors and your projectors make up 20% of the population. And basically they're here to assess between like the manifestors and the generators. Um, how can we be doing things better? Like, is this really working? Take an inventory of what's being put out and the agenda that's being pushed forward. And is this actually working? And lastly, you have the reflectors. Um, and the reflectors make up less than 1% of the population. So you essentially call them like the unicorn of the design types because it's, they're very rare. It's like a, a little bit of them. And the reflectors, the reflectors job is to let us know if it's working or not. Um, so yeah, this might be a lot of information that I threw at you all, and I'm not even going to get too deep into it. That is just like maybe 10% of what we learned. And again, it was, it was great conversation. The class was like two hours. We're all in there just talking and basically like understanding your design type is to help you to come, help you, um, 
to become in better alignment with your life's purpose and what you're supposed to be doing. Um, because in having discussion, like some of us were naturally saying how like, oh, I don't feel like I'm this. Like I exhibit more qualities like X, Y, and Z. But it could simply be that you were operating out of alignment. You could be operating out of conditioning or roles that you were told that you're supposed to assume. And that might not even be your design type or who you truly are. So if that resonates with you, you can look it up. Um, You know, I just feel like any form of awareness or consciousness to kind of help better develop ourselves and become more connected to who we are and better individuals. I'm for it. Um, This might sound a little woo-woo to some folks, but again, like we fear what we don't understand. Um, And I can even say that for myself, I think before I begin to explore or things that piqued my interest, I kind of would turn a deaf ear to it because it wasn't what I was exposed to growing up. And sometimes we naturally correlate that to something bad, but the world is full of knowledge. Like you can still take in information and if it doesn't resonate with you, you can spit out the bones or, you know, or just toss it to the side. That doesn't mean, you know, kind of remain uh, small minded when it comes to certain things that we're aware about. So that was that's what's been happening with yoga. I really love that I'm forming a community there. One of my classmates, uh, while we were in the workshop, she was DMing me on Instagram talking about, I'm so glad to see you. I love when I come to these spaces and you're here. And that just set my fucking heart on fire. I think she's like maybe in her early 50s. Even if she's older, she doesn't look like it. Um, and this is a white woman, but she cool as shit. And that just, that, that really makes me feel good. Like every time I go there, I just feel seen. Um, it's a great space. I'm just going to be and to get what I need. And I just love everything that they have to offer. And that is my jam. I can't wait to go to yoga tonight. That's my spot. Um, so I'm really trying not to bubble over into the introspection part because I can just feel it oozing. So I'm going to contain that until uh, we get to the second segment. But we're going to go into our current events. Um, I'll be honest, I haven't really been paying attention too much to like what's going on in the media so much. If I have, it's been crossing my brain path and leaving in the same breath just because... um, I think just I'm, I'm really more conscious of the content I consume. Don't get me wrong. I still follow Shade Room just to loosely be in the know on Instagram. But the Shade Room can be hella toxic. <laughs> um, I was just talking to uh, Tony on my IG community. And I was just talking. To, she had put a post up about Justin LaVoy and how like she had unfollowed him. But in her search bar, his name was still coming up. But she was just referencing that she unfollowed him because his like the page is toxic. And it is like, it, it, and as I'm talking about this, it brings me back. We're going to get to the current events, I promise. It, this brings me back to a conversation that I was just having with one of my clients earlier this week. Shout out to Todd, because I know you listen to the podcast, okay? Um, and we were just talking about the things that we consume or just media wise. And I think she was asking me if I was had caught up on Potomac or somehow we got on the topic of talking about just reality TV. And I like, I don't miss those things. Like I'm not here to say like, I might not ever tap in and see what they're doing, but that is just not feeding me at the space of life that I'm in right now. And I do recognize that when 
I was binging and watching a lot of like reality TV. Like you could be in a healthy space in life, a healthy space in your marriage. But sometimes those negative seeds like will have you looking at shit that is not even there in your own situation. And I just don't want to, I just want to be very intentional and conscious about what I'm consuming and why I'm doing it. Um, So yeah, I just, uh, I don't, like I haven't, with with social media, I'll get on there and scroll. And I, I feel like I've mentioned this on the podcast, but I can't remember in detail. But um, a lot of my content or my feed content has changed. Like, I have been paying attention to um, like what is coming up. And if it doesn't align with the space of life that I am, I'm in, I unfollow the account. Um, I just try to scroll on more material that's suited to me so the algorithm can respond to that. So it's curated for my experience. Um, and a lot of things that I have been consuming have been a lot more healthier. Um, of course, I'll be watching my blogs on YouTube. I've dived into that a little more. And it's so weird because like, I can tell I'm excited about creating content on YouTube because even last night when I was tossing and turning and I was like, why am I not falling deep to sleep? I think my mind was just going probably because I didn't do a nighttime routine last night. Let's be real. I didn't do a nighttime routine last night. I was up um wrapping gifts sipping wine and watching vlogs so I think what I went to bed with was all that shit and I was just thinking like ooh, and I can do my vlog like this and then I, like I'm just like why am I thinking about this at three in the morning three in the morning um but I am going to write those notes down or those thoughts that I was having um but yeah I'm just consuming like YouTube some of that content on there is like really conscious even if the um account that I follow it if should if they're not talking about their awareness the entire episode at some point in time it's coming up like it's I'm just watching people who are very conscious of their lifestyle and what they're doing and how they're doing it and the impact it's making on the community around them and I really like it it makes me feel good um I've been reading what else have I been doing and a lot of times I just be simply like working on other tasks so um when my when I get home from work if dinner isn't already cooked we're tackling the game plan for that getting the girls together talking about going to school a day um talking to this about my day and then like we're kind of working on other business things um that we have and and then we'll probably watch one show together a night like Des and I might watch 911 that show, a 911 with Angela Bassett, that show is good as hell. We watched Nine Perfect Strangers. We finished that. That was good. Um, we're still behind on All American. But yeah, like, he be working on his business shit. I be working on my business shit. Um, and I feel like, of course, there's something always to be working on. So I just break my tasks down throughout the week. So I'm being uh, just very efficient and things like that. Uh, I also wanted to speak on this, this first segment might be a little long because we got to get to it. Uh, Matter of fact, let me cover the current events first, and then I'm gonna give y'all some more of my recap so that can transition better for uh, our second part for introspection. So Desmond sent me a text message 
earlier this week, and you all may not know because I haven't referenced it on here, but there's this uh, nursery in downtown Raleigh called Logan's Garden Shop, and they're a vibe that you can go go there, you know, shop for your plants, get all your plant needs. If you want bird feeders, hammocks, and everything for your yard, like they have it. Um, and I've only discovered them this year. They also have like a little restaurant that's kind of like in their outdoor section. So either you can sit like an indoor outdoor seated area or you can sit outdoor closer to the plants. And it's really nice. And he sent me an article uh, earlier this week basically stating that they sold the business. Um, let me see, because I just had it pulled up basically the business sold for so that whole area where they are in downtown raleigh is the seaboard station and i think it originally started as a train station um so there are other businesses out there in that plaza so the business itself like the location because that uh guard logan's garden shop has about 2.9 acres and that alone sold for 8.5 million to this New York-based Turnbridge Equities, and it's a part of a sale-leased-back transaction that will permit Logan to operate on the property for a few more years. With that being said, Logan, uh, one of the owner, well, one of the family owners, clarified that they're not selling the business. Like, so Logan Garden Shop is not selling; they're selling like the actual acreage and the part of the plaza that they own. So they plan to relocate. Um, and of course we know why this is taking place, like downtown Raleigh and of course downtown Durham, they are hot commodities. Gentrification is on 10. They try and get the niggas up out of here and they trying to make this shit basically. And I said it a while ago, um, like maybe three years back and I was talking to Dez and I was like, I'm not going to be surprised if Raleigh and RTP area turns into like a mini metropolitan area kind of like DC or something like that. Um, because it's really like the wild, wild west out here. Like real estate is about to be looking completely different in three to five years. Um, so basically, yeah, they're going to, so I'm thinking like Logan's Garden Shop might be there for a few more years with the intent to relocate. I'm still going to relocate where they're going. I do love the fact that they're downtown. I really enjoy downtown Raleigh um outside of like it's not a lot of representation for us out there but I still enjoy the experience um and when when they do take over that acreage of course you know they're planning to build like plazas um some apartments like I looked it up before I came on here just so I could kind of give you all a better understanding of what they plan to do and in talking to Desmond about it he was just like you know anything that has like two acre two two acres or a little more in this one story there that shit is going to sell and they're going to build something that's going to the sky so building some basically like some high rises some apartments and things like that it'll probably be some shopping stores below you know giving very much that metropolitan feel you know how you'll walk in new york or walk down New York City and be stores and businesses below and apartments and penthouses and shit above. So that's basically what's going on in our area. And I would like us to kind of, you know, be more aware of uh, as Black people um, 
of what's going on around us because we have been made to feel like our voice doesn't matter or that we don't have um, a hand in the decision-making process, but we do. Um, gentrification was taking place in a sense or is more aggressive just because like it's not a lot of representation of us at city council meeting, city council meetings and things like that. So I could do better. And I know that we could do better simply because I could do more. So if there's anything that you could do to be aware of in the community, just by spreading word to what's going on or just what, whatever way it looks like you tapping back in with the black community. And for me right now is spreading this knowledge of what's going on as a current event in downtown Raleigh. Um, just because how it's growing and everything. So, um, that's, that's the first current event I'm wrapping up. I was a little bittersweet when I first heard about it because I like Logan's. I like to go to, like, I've, um, shared it on my Insta story when I did a day in a life or whatever. And I just went there to read and just kind of be in a mix. It's a very like solitude, easygoing, laid back kind of space. And if you love plants, like, why not, why not go there and get you a bite to eat? plant shop and just chill and relax. Now, if you are someone with children or you got a family, Disney on Ice is in town. What is today? I believe the first date that I looked at when I was looking at tickets was like the 8th or the 7th. So I believe they'll be here from current from now up until Sunday. So we're going to be popping in there at some point in time. It's a Mickey Mouse theme. I forget the actual name. And Harley freaking loves Mickey Mouse. So we're going to get into that. I know it's a whole Panini panorama and the Omarion variant is out right now. Technically Omicron, but y'all know how how, how we do. Um, but I was just saying like earlier this year, it's been just really jacked up <laughs> because of the effects of the pandemic. Like I was looking forward to doing Disney on Ice with the girls. Of course, Harley Lamore because Lana's older, um, but she's still going to come and enjoy and like taking them to Universal Circus and things like that. Like a lot of stuff had to be modified because we're um, in a whole panorama. So I'm excited to be doing that. Uh, I don't, and I, I'm going to check and see if some other events are taking place um, at the PNC. Of course, you know, a bunch of Christmas lights shows are out off the top of my head i know dorothea dix has a light show going on um what else uh it's now called coastal federal uh i think it's like amphitheater but walnut creek amphitheater they're having holiday light shows it's a bunch of um things going on and now that i think of it let me share with y'all a link that i shared with my client todd just because it's like a bunch of stuff that takes place in the triangle and you kind of want to be in the know of what's going on. They be having like free stuff and everything. So the website is called Triangle on the Cheap and I can add it in the show notes for you guys if you want to click on that. Basically, you can go on this site and see everything that's going on in a triad um, down to the schedule. Like I believe there's an option that you can click and you can see the events that are going on from now until like the end of December. Um, so like light shows and a bunch of other things like that. Like they had so many things on there and as well, like the ticket prices, if you are looking for a black Santa, you know, for some pictures and stuff, you can also Google that the link will share it with me, but I'm, Google will give you all you need. Just Google black Santa in Durham or Raleigh. If you're trying to figure out some pictures now, they was trying to charge 
Um, I think it was like $50 for Santa to come to the house and take a picture for five minutes. I'm not paying $50 for that shit, but I'm going to look a little deeper into it because I do want some black Santa pictures for the girls. Um, so yeah, that's about it for that one. And then the last current event that I wanted to bring up, I'd seen twice, well, probably a little more than that, but more recently I recognized it when we were trick-or-treating in historic Oakwood. And then when I went to pick Lana up this weekend from one of her uh, girlfriend's house from school, um, in certain neighborhoods, they have what you call little a little free library. So basically what it is, is um, a little book, uh, a little wooden box with a stand and it has books in it. And so basically how the system works is you can take a book for free or you can share a book. But, you know, just be intentional about like if you're taking that book, you you can replace it either at that same free library or at another one that you may see. And I think that's really good. And I feel like I pay attention to that maybe a little more just because I'm reading uh, a lot more books. So now when I see book stuff wherever, I'm just like, ooh, what's that? So I had seen it initially when we were trick-or-treating. And I believe I put it on the vlog for a Halloween um, vlog. And then I saw it again more recently when I went to go pick up Alana. So if you see something like that in your neighborhood or around town, feel free to grab you a book and then be conscious to replace the book because, you know, we want to receive, but we also want to give. And so let's come back to uh, this recap from this week. And it's mainly centered around the... Uh, self-love that I had going on with myself and it was like last week I was driving in a car and I I was just feeling real elated and gratitude and everything and just really upbeat and I just started declaring and praying some things out loud and was just acknowledging like how I appreciate the small adjustments that I've been making from taking care of myself and spending time with myself um and just how I handle myself, I've, I've, I'm just really grateful for that. Um, and it, it was just going on. It was real quiet in the car. It was going on for probably like 15, 20 minutes of me, just me and God talking candidly and just being very appreciative for the space of life that I'm in. Um, because we all have growth and growth is tough. And when you start to bear the fruits of that, it feels really good because you feel like all your pieces are coming together. You can see why you had to experience certain things or, or why you were taking this path or, you know, just whatever it is. So it just felt real good to be in the car and just candidly saying like the things that I'm appreciative for and just saying out loud the things that I love and like about myself. And just like, because, and mainly because for me, before I got to this space, I would see it come across um, media and everything and even in therapy, just the importance of self-love and self-care. And it's, again, it's more than the frou-frou things, is how you speak to yourself, how you set your boundaries, the time that you carve out for yourself, eating the right things when you don't want to, but you knowing that your body needs it. 
those are those are still acts of self-care and self-love you are still honoring yourself saying no to something that you just honestly don't have the energy to give and feel like doing at the time that is okay um and i shared this in a tweet earlier this morning but i do feel like we are conditioned to believe that our value and who we are as people are placed in the tasks and the accolades we receive or, you know, the tasks that we do. And it is so much more to us than that. It is so much more to to our human experience than performance. It is so much more um, to our human experience than, of how much, how many hours we put in, how many followers we have, how much money we have. Like just you as a human being alone brings value to earth the kingdom of God, you know, the universe and everything, just you operating in your power, that that is enough. And it took me a while because as I as I was journeying to this place that I'm in now, I had to kind of like reprogram my mind of what's important to me. And just the simple fact that this is my life. Like, I get to choose how I want to live in the things that I do. I don't have to subscribe to what other people think I should be doing or what society pushes on us of what is success or, you know, who you're supposed to be as an individual. And these are some of the things that we were talking about this past Saturday in the yoga workshop and just how conditioned and patriarchal and capitalistic this country is of course you know i want to get into a little conversation on racism but you know i'm still new to the space and yeah but you know it was very healthy that we could dialogue and talk about these things and i do feel like that does affect us as human beings so when i began to really sit with myself and ask myself some of the shit that I'm doing, some of the relationships that I'm in, some of the practices that I have, some of my beliefs, is this shit supporting me? Is this my own or is this been what I've been conditioned or programmed to believe since entering this world? And, you know, when God placed in me for, you know, rest, rest or me, you know, coming in agreement with him and agreeing to rest for the remainder of the year, that shit felt extremely foreign just because, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm such, I was such like a, a work oriented individual or getting these tasks and things done. And I'm still recovering and working through that. Um, but you have to be okay with walking your path and doing your thing when it looks completely different from what everyone else is doing. And you just have to be content in that. You have to know, like, at the end of the day, and I've been seeing that flow around social media, it's been the interview with Jay-Z just talking about like you have to be so invested in yourself and what you want. Because a lot of times when people are giving us advice and things like that, sometimes it's coming from a perspective of projection of things that they wish they would have done or what they think may work for you when they're basing that kind of upon their life. And some may feel like, huh, is this podcast based around that? Take what you need. I don't give a fuck. Um, <laughs> But I just want to bring people into a level of consciousness and awareness to even see if the things that you're doing truly align with who you are or have you been doing something that's been fed to you since you came to this earth. Um, 
So in coming in alignment with yourself and finding what works for you and owning your light and using your light to, you know, do godly work and to be a vessel, sometimes your shit going to look different from Adam or Jane or Shaniqua or Quan or whoever. Um, but you have to be okay in that. So me getting back on point, I now, and here we are in December, the last month of the year, and I feel so much more content and peaceful and happy about the decisions that I've made for me um, because the way that I've been able to take care of myself and love on myself has been beautiful because I've been able to just basically not even only see the see the fruit of that with myself, but just how I handle my husband, um, how I talk to my kids. It just it makes me more aware of what I'm putting out. And I'm just so very grateful for that. I and I, maybe, you know, just because it's my own experience and, you know, we all have those things that we're wanting to work on within ourselves and gain better understanding of. And sometimes the things that we deal with, no one else knows about. They're our own internal battles. So when you become, um, when you get to a place of where you're healing past those private things that you don't really share about or those things about yourself that you want to be better and you can see yourself being better, whether in how you talk to yourself, how you're more patient with yourself, how you remind yourself, it's okay. You can do t- finish this task tomorrow. Um, you had a great day. And you got a lot of things done, and this doesn't this does not determine your your value or your worth. And I feel like that is so very beautiful. So with that being said, we're going to go ahead and um, segue into introspection and the second segment of this podcast. I hope that you all have been enjoying what you've been hearing thus far, and let's go ahead and drive on over to the second segment. All right, and we're back from that brief break. So continuing our conversation on self-love and self-care, I would just like to say that I hope that during your journey that you experience immense immense amounts of self-care and self-love and discover what it truly is to um, love on yourself and take care of yourself. And as I'm saying this, I'm getting a download. Um, I feel God has given something to me that I want to share with you all. So as I'm speaking on self-love and self-care, there's, you know, the podcast that I'm listening to called Make Your Damn Bed. And I've referenced them before on here. And there was an episode that I was listening a little while ago. And she was speaking, Julie was speaking to reparenting yourself. And I can't remember if I've said this before on any episodes or not. If I have, oh, well, um, we can hear it again. Um, But basically, basically, like in the ways that, you know, you may feel like your parents didn't show up in the ways that you needed as a child. And granted, we understand that our parents were doing the best they could with the best they had at the time. That is known, that is not necessarily a knock to them personally, but they could have just not simply shown up in the capacity that we need needed them because they didn't know how to give that to us. So with reparenting yourself, it looks like a lot about what I was referencing um, in the previous segment a little bit, just uh, 
doing the things that you know you need to do, paying attention to your body. So let's say it could have been a weekend where you were pigging out and ate a bunch of food and everything. And it's the top of the week and you, you, you can feel our, our body talks to us like between bloat, gas, um, just little things, feeling mentally exhausted, physically exhausted, spiritually exhausted. Um, and just being in tune with your body, you know, you might've ate what you wanted to eat that this past weekend and like at the top of the week, Monday or Tuesday, like, Hmm, I want to be a little more conscious this week of putting what I'm putting in my body. You don't really need them cookies right now. You know, you ate them like back to back a few days ago. Let's try a banana or, you know, something healthier on the sweeter side, just reparenting yourself, basically speaking to yourself in a way of how a parent would be speaking to you or you don't need that candy right now let's eat your fruits and vegetables sometimes we have to show up from ourselves for ourselves from that perspective even reparenting yourself of creating a better um nighttime routine with getting more discipline with your sleep um just how you wake up the headspace that you're in just really coaching yourself and handling yourself in gentle ways that you appreciate a, a parent handling you from a true space of healthy love, you have to do that with yourself. Um, so that could be an example of self-love and self-care. Uh, what we've been, what I've been learning in yoga as we're being guided through our flow and my instructors are saying, you know, allow your, we'll have like eight uh, counts of breath to kind of free flow. And they'll say, you know, do what feels natural to your body in this moment. Don't be caught up on what everyone else is doing around you. You know, do what your body is calling you to do. And just the awareness in those spaces have trickled over into my own life at home. So when I do my morning routines in the morning, sometimes I'm not so rigid in that routine. Just me getting up and doing something for myself in that time is my routine. It doesn't have to be the same way each day. Um, and I noticed like the past week or two, I've been more intentional about just sitting and doing breath work and breathing a little more, just taking in my thoughts, taking in my gratitude and awareness of the day. Just the fact that I have breath in my lungs and I'm alive is a blessing. Um, so I like to, you know, set my awareness around that. And this morning in particular, uh, I got hardly together before I went into my morning routine just so I could have the uninterrupted time that I needed when she was together. And I was about to sit down and journal, but I put my AirPods in and I began to listen to, I listened to um, this reading playlist on Apple Music. It's simply called Reading. Like if you type in Reading Playlist on Apple Music, it's going to come up very nice, soft jazz, coffee shop music. Like I would cut it on in the background when I would read um, or still do read my books in the morning during the morning routine, just because it's just some nice background noise and it feels good. So I had put my AirPods in and I was listening to that. And I was like, well, I don't feel like journaling right now um, at this moment. And I felt led to do a few yoga poses. And I've been feeling that way a um, few days, like sporadically. So it, I'll start off with like maybe... Um, like a supine twist or something like that, basically laying on your back, bending your knee and extending it on the other side of you um, and rocking my knees from side to side, keeping my arms in cactus, everything like that. And I was just doing what felt natural to my body and what felt good. And I began to do a few cat and cow poses. And remember when I shared with y'all 
that one Saturday that I went to yoga and it was uh, arm balance and inversions class, basically learning all like yogi moves, headstands, and a few other things. Um, I had just been going at my own pace with doing those advanced movements and trusting that my body would let me know, like, you know, let's just do this. Or when I wasn't in my head so much. So this morning, I had felt a tug to do a headstand. So I was like, okay, let me go support myself and do it on the wall. Y'all, like when I say this morning, I was completely out of my head and more in tune with my body and what I wanted this morning. And I think it trickled, excuse me, trickled over from yesterday evening because it felt so good to do that at yoga. I was like, let me just see what it looks like me just giving my body what it wants and needs this morning. So I went over to the wall, you know, propped myself up, how they taught us in class and at yoga. And it just felt so easy to go straight into a headstand. And I was just like, the whole time I'm doing it, like I can feel my body like wanting to pull up. And so I had the wall behind me to support me. So I was exploring like raising my legs up and down and spreading them wide and coming down in like a wide leg stance. And I was doing, this was like maybe 10 minutes I was doing it and I just could not stop because I was just so amazed at the fact that this is what my body led me to do this morning. Like if I was using my head, I probably wouldn't have done it. Um, I probably would have did a little bit of yoga if that, and then went into journaling and reading and something else. But just allowing yourself, and this is how our journey works, you guys. This is how life works. This is this is just being in the moment, getting out of your head and just letting shit flow. Because sometimes we so badly want to control the outcome of things or control the process in our journey. And it's not for us to do. We just kind of have to be in the moment. And I learned so many messages from that this morning. Like that really set the tone of my day. I was like, oh my God, this falls in love, uh, falls in line with the title of the podcast and the theme of the episode for today about self-love. I can't wait to share with them just how I just, you know, went straight into a headstand this morning. And don't get me wrong, every time I would go to yoga class and I would see like some of the yogis in there doing their headstands or would go, you know, they would tell us like, you know, you walk and take off and fly. And that's when, while we're in a, a yoga position, we can modify it and do our arm balances and inversions and things like that. And I always wonder like, dang, I wish I could go up in a headstand, but I wouldn't like beat myself up about it because I trusted that like it would just come when it's supposed to be a part of my journey. And I remember one of the instructors in there saying like, yeah, one day it's just going to happen. Like, you're not going to know why it's just going to hit you and you're just going to, you're just going to do it. And I'm just like, Hmm, well, I'll be ready. Like, you know, whenever that day comes, y'all that happened this morning and I can't lie to you. I'm probably going to do that shit again, random times throughout the day, because I'm just, I'm going to celebrate myself for that today because I have been so wanting to get into that and just to become one with my body in that way to control how slow my legs are separating and coming back to each other all in a headstand. Like that might not be major to some people. You might've been knowing how to do headstands all your fucking life. That ain't my, that won't my journey. And I'm here now. And even though like 80% of it was supported on the wall, that's still progress for me. So I kept like, once I would get it, I kept inching like further away from the wall to see how my body felt supporting itself. And I'm just so excited about that. I'm just so, so excited to have done what just felt natural. Um, 
So as you're carrying out for the rest of this week, just do the things that come natural that you don't have. There's no justification for it. Just feels right. Just do it and see the beauty that comes of that. Um, Sometimes you just have to follow your intuition or just follow those nudges that we're getting in our spirit. And I feel like when we allow ourselves to journey um, without these restrictions and constructs and trying to control our process, that's when we experience the most beautiful things that you can't put a price on or, you know, you just have to be in the moment to experience them. That's what makes your journey worthwhile. That's when you can celebrate yourself for just doing what you knew felt right and trusting God along your path. Like it, it, it's just so beautiful um, because a lot of times we want to control so much of how things play out, not recognizing that it, it's not in your control. Like you can't play God. Like that is that's so exhausting sometimes to try to spend that much capacity of trying to get all these things lined up and do all of this. When a lot of times God just, he just wants you to light up the wrong way. Just cut the lights on on the wrong way and he'll do everything else. And sometimes you cutting the lights on is just you being present and trusting that shit is going to work out outside of what you can do and outside of you trying to force things. Um, so shout out to that self-love for myself, even in hearing me talk about it. I hope after this episode, you jot down and write down some things that you've recognized growth in yourself about or recognize how you love on yourself better than how you did maybe a month ago, three months ago, or a year ago, anything, anything. Um, and as I'm thinking about or mentioning that I have my journal open and there was a devotional I read maybe like two or three days ago from Acts of Faith. And it was asking us to write 109 statements of gratitude. And I just couldn't sit and do it all in one time because I didn't have enough time in a day. And I honestly forgot about it. But my list is at 44. Um, And it could be simple, the simplest things you all like, I'm thankful for peace. I'm thankful for joy. I'm thankful my bills are paid. I'm thankful for second chances. I'm thankful for be re- of being reminded I'm enjoyed. I'm thankful for those reminding me of how I make them feel. I'm thankful for going at my own pace. I'm thankful to be aware and enlightened. I'm thankful for books I read this year. Like any anything you all, because like once we like begin to reprogram our minds and, you know, begin to be more conscious of gratitude and things that we're thankful for it's easier to be grateful in a sense and I can say that because when I first started um, journaling and first started mindfully practicing gratitude it was really hard because you know in life sometimes we naturally can be caught up on just what we don't have and what we want and when you tell your mind the lack that you have and what you want and you don't have it. That's tend to that's how you program your mind and tend to thinking that's all you have. But when you gain better awareness of what's around you and what you do have and what there is to be grateful for, you always have something to smile about. You always have something to be grateful for. Now, don't get me wrong. Every day is not going to be like that. But even if you can write two to three things down in a form of gratitude, that's self-love, okay? You're helping yourself. Um, do those things. So yeah, this, this, um, and even as I'm thinking about it, like I I told myself yesterday, I wanted to do it, but I'm going to do it 
probably today while the girls are gone, just I'm gonna go take me a bath, probably find some chocolate somewhere and eat that, some wine, cut the lights off in that bathroom and light some candles or something. Like just celebrate myself because I've been doing so much work, um, so much growth. And even how I'm showing up, like with breaking down those smaller tasks and how I've just been able to get so much more done because everything hasn't been looking intimidating or like, I don't even know where to begin. But like just the amount of content and work that I've been putting out lately, I'm fucking proud of myself. Like I was telling Desmond, like I I put out content on four platforms. You have this podcast, you have Instagram, you have Twitter and you have YouTube. At a consistent rate. I think Twitter probably ain't been getting the business as much lately, but she's still getting some business. Um, and that is that's that's a lot of work. Okay. That's a lot of work. So I'm just proud of that. Um, just exploring other ways to create content or what storytelling looks like for me, and just just journeying, just getting it done, like just getting it done. Um so that is all I have for you guys for this segment. I just ask that, you know, you light a candle at the end of the week and sip some wine, smoke a J, dance, do something that makes you feel good for yourself to celebrate the long week that you've been through. Just you could hell, you could celebrate the fact that you ain't go off on your kids like how you wanted to this week because you was trying to conserve your energy, baby. Like that blunt spark, drink that glass of wine, take that bath for that shit because that is a celebratory moment okay celebrate the smallest things it's so much to be appreciative for okay let's head over into our closing segment you guys okay we're going to close out with acts of faith today um i have not at all read the devotional i'm literally turning the pages as we speak or as i speak um, and we're going to read today's devotional for December 7th and act the way you want to be. And soon you will be the way you act. <sighs> Dr. Johnny Coleman. The next time someone says, how are you? Try this answer on for a size. I am whole. I am complete. I am perfect. I am happy. I am dynamite. I am lovable, loving, getting lots of good love. I am well off and doing well. I have it all together. I am basking in the riches of life. I am prospering right here and right now. I am being richly rewarded even in my sleep. I am a miracle working. I'm a miracle worker expecting a miracle right now. I am peacefully peaceful. I am walking the walk. I am talking the talk. I am claiming the victory right now. I am successful. I am wealthy. I am living by pure grace. I am a believer. I am standing on faith. I am on my way to the top. I am what I am because I just can't help myself. And how are you doing, my dear? As I speak it, I am it. Reflection. What do you say when someone asks, how are you? Is your response habitual or automatic? Are you telling the truth? So on brand with today's message, listen to this again. Those affirmations as a response to that question are so empowering. There's so much to pull from. 
in that segment I read in this devotional. There's so much to chew on from here. I love you all. Thank you so much for tuning in. I really enjoy um, being able to be a vessel and be used by God and his beautiful universe to get the message out. Um, Just thank you guys again for listening. I'm deciding on when I want to bring this season to a close. So I think I'm going to lead with maybe a next episode, probably closing out for the season, just so we can kind of prepare our minds for the close of the year and this holiday and everything. Uh, This has been a beautiful journey with you all. Before I got on this mic, I was just thinking like, damn, I believe this is episode 13 or 14, one of them. Um, But I'm just glad to have made it this far because my first podcast, I don't think I made it past episode four or five or what have you. I'm, I'm just excited to have been showing up, showing up on the podcast, even when some days I did not feel like recording um, because that is life. And I'm just grateful. I enjoy what this platform provides. I thank you all so much for sharing with me that you listen to this podcast and how it brings you value. I think it's just um, sometimes when people come to me, whether it's like DMs, Instagram comments, or in person, and they're like, oh my God, I love the podcast. Thank you so much. It is like weird and loving in the same way because this is a situation where I don't really know who my listeners are. um, And I don't know, yeah, who's listening. So when I'm hearing it, I'm like, oh, oh my gosh, you listen to it. I'm glad you take value from it. Um, So thank you all so much. Share this with someone. Don't forget to leave me a bomb ass review on Apple Podcasts. Um, Thank you for, and I'm saying this like this is the last episode, but it's not. But I just want you all to know that I'm appreciative for you because I cannot have community without you. So thank you all so much. Be sure to share this with someone who you know would take value from it. And we'll touch base next time. Love y'all. If you've been enjoying this podcast, share the love, spread the word, leave us a good review on Apple Podcasts, a nice five-star review or a brief description about how you feel and the joy that it's brought you. Thank you for tuning in. And as always, I'm sending love, light, and blessings and prosperity your way.